Hey everybody, today's sponsor for Blowhard is Audible. Uh, Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. You're going to get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at www.audible.com. I've spent the past couple of weeks driving around the South working uh, on a project. And one thing that's definitely kept me company is uh, Audible. Um, and one of the coolest things I've been listening to is Born to Run, read by nobody other than the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. To hear a man talk about his world in his own words is an incredible thing, and it's uh, really powerful and inspiring. So you can hear that and so much more at audible.com. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more, you'll find what you're looking for. You get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial by signing up at audible.com slash blowhard. So you can help us out a little bit. So thank you very much, and welcome to Blowhard. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody, and welcome to Blowhard. Hopefully, everybody had a good Christmas. We're leading up to the new year, 2017, 2016. Can't leave us fast enough. We've lost Princess Leia. We've lost George Michael. I mean, God, it's been a hell of a year. But on the positive side, we still got Glow, and that is going to be my guest host for today. Hello, Glow. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good, holding up, excited with the holidays, seeing family and friends, and starting blow hard again. <laughs> You're excited about this? Sure. Yeah, you miss talking to the people? Sure. You don't seem that sure. What's your take on 2016 so far? I think it's been a great, exciting year. A lot of changes. Yes, we've lost some people. Well, seven is a lucky number. So maybe 2017 will be a great year for everybody. That's all positive. And st- really, you're, you're one of those people. Because I've been seeing people online and stuff who are like, people die every year. Why is this such a big year? I think that undeniably 2016 is pretty much one of the worst years in, in my personal experience. No, it wasn't. It was a very good year for me. See, man, that's the problem with the world today. It's not just about you. you got to think of everybody. Okay, me and my friends and my family. My family are still happy, healthy. I'm right. I'm not happy. I'm miserable. It's been a horrible year. Well, it's whatever you make it, Malcolm. You have to make your way. <laughs> Fair enough. How uh, how were your holidays with your family? We had a very, very good Christmas. Everybody was here. We all got good presents. I didn't have to cook. Everybody cooked for me. That was great. 
You bought us all kind of great appetizer from Mississippi. That was nice. Had a very nice Christmas. And then yesterday, you and I went out for a drive. That was nice. Went to my favorite breakfast place. Which is? Cracker Barrel. Why do you love Cracker Barrel so much? Well, once a year, I cheat big time. I go and have their sausage gravy on everything. Yeah, I witnessed it. Um, what do you once a year you cheat big? That's the one time you cheat? That's it? I only go to Bicker Barrel. Bicker Barrel? Bicker? Yeah, there's Pickle Barrel here. I only, but they don't have uh, sausage gravy. Yeah, I can go more than once. There must be a thousand calories in just that one serving of gravy. Sausage gravy, yes, at least there's got to be. Um, and you got you have a rocking chair from Cracker Barrel. Yeah, we did. When you and I went to Alabama on the way back, we picked up a rocking chair. And I'm really happy I am moving. I'm giving up my house that I've been keeping on my own for 10 years, going to a condo, and there's a balcony big enough to take my rocking chair. Glow is downsizing. Glow has sold the house, and she's moving to a condo, condo style. She's do some single living, meeting a fella. No? I've been doing single living for 10 years, and I don't expect it's going to change. Fair enough. Yeah. What are you looking at me for? You give me a rotten look. Well, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I, I mean, we could talk about Trump. You know, it's hard to talk about Trump. You don't know what to say about him. We know he's kind of flip-flopping. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. I was watching the Kennedy Center Honors uh, yesterday, and cannot imagine Donald Trump there as being the host. I think that will be really, I don't know. We'll see. Thankfully, that's the least of our problems. Uh, I, I mean, unfortunately, I think what's like the world, it's not going to, you know, I don't think Trump is evil. I just think he's stupid. And I think that that's kind of, you know, that's the tragedy of it. Is it essentially if, you know, it, the world is unfortunately things like intelligence aren't really held in high regard anymore. I mean, that's kind of the trade off that's kind of happened in the world. Right. I mean, there's so many other People look up to people like the Kardashians. So essentially, when you have a society like that, Paris Hilton, you saw there was you saw a slow slide of people who basically lost values and essentially just kind of focused on this bizarre, um, fucked up version of the American dream that nobody could really attain unless you're a soulless freak like the Kardashians. And ultimately, now you got Donald Trump as president. I mean, it's a damn shame, and it's it's it's. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. And, uh, you know, my, you know, my stress has been maximized. I've, you know, I've had indigestion a lot, I would say, in the past couple of months. It's been a very difficult time. But, I mean, I mean, everybody's just kind of like, let's wait and see. Well, Donald Trump has really reached the American dream on his own. He has not done it on his own. That's He was... He's not done anything on his own. Mommy's born rich. Yeah, but 
he could be born rich and he could have parted away his money, but instead he really multiplied it. So mom, I don't you, think he's stupid. Mom, you mom, we I, no, I, mom, you can't you can't say anything you can't say anything pro Trump on this pod. I'm sorry you can't. Well, if you want me to talk with you, you'll have to accept what I have to say. And I think that I think Donald Trump the problem with him is probably so uh thinking about himself and so secure, never had to probably face confrontation. So I think that could be a problem. But he's speaking, I think, strong people, to be on his team. And I think he has to learn to listen to them. He's not listening to anyone. Mom, he's picking a bunch of, like, he's assembling a team of evil people. You know that, right? No, I don't, because I don't know their background, of course. I just know what they say about him. So we'll have to wait. And this is why it's all over. This is this is why the world is ending. The world is not ending. The world is not ending. Yes, it's flipping over all over the place. And But you know what's good is that people recognize it. People see it. So the fact that people see it means he may not be able to get away with it for that long. All right, let's move on. Uh, you know, Carrie Fisher died yesterday. That was very, very, very upsetting. Um, Carrie Fisher, I, I, I've, I've uh, met her a few times when I was working in uh, L when I was working in L.A. on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, um, and she was in it. She played a nun. Um, and she was a funny, 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 very incredibly intelligent, smart. She was an incredible force to, uh, I used force. Oh my God. She was, <laughs> she was an incredible person to be around. And it was really, and, and she's had her own complicated relationships with her mother. So she's somebody that I, I empathize with. Well, yes, I feel bad, but I, I, I don't think you should go overboard with this. You know, it's somebody that we know and we've, you know, that life goes on. That's the way it is. It's unfortunate. We've lost some good people this year, but we'll find as time goes on and we get older, we are going to lose more people. But, I mean, you have to, like someone like David Bowie, Prince, George Michael, like Carrie Fisher, these are definitive people in like, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big part of my childhood gone in a year. But look at the kind of lives they had. They didn't have very easy lives. Yes, they were in the limelight, but they had a rough life. They've all been on drugs. They've all done drugs for a long time. That's got to affect your, your health at some point. And we're finding out that uh, George, uh, Michael. Michael George, who just passed away, he was still on drugs. He something you get on and you can't get off. And it, people are saying it's not affecting your life. And there's the proof, guys. As long as Keith Richards is alive, there's no proof. I mean, Keith Richards, I mean, look at him. Well, you're going to have the exception. I mean, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't think that you could, like, you know, drug use is, you know, it's a part of our culture. No, it isn't. Well, it is. Well, it doesn't have to be, and that's why we have a lot of trouble. We have a lot of problems. People are sick. People are not living a, a living, earning a living because of it. Sorry, if you think that's good, 
it's not a good thing for you to think in your life. Well, I'm not advocating like drug abuse. I mean, I don't. Now, what do you think of all the marijuana law? What do you think of uh, now that Toronto? Do you know that in my apartment in Toronto, one block away, I could go to a place and buy marijuana and I don't need ID. I don't need anything. It's not legalized yet. And as long as it's not legalized, you don't know what you're buying. So I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about marijuana. But I think before it's legalized, they're going to test it. They're going to find out if it's right. And if it's right, well. I've, I think it's really I think it's really interesting, actually, how your generation, like marijuana is something you'd never see legalized. I mean, I didn't even, I, I, I honestly never thought I would see. Like, it is, it is incredible to me to walk down the street, literally a block from my house, and there's a place where you could buy marijuana freely. I never thought I would see that. Like, but the, you know the argument is is about liquor, right? People are always like, "Well, people drink. What's the difference between drinking and smoking pot?" You know what I mean? Well, again, if you do if you drink to excess, you've got the same problem. Anything you go into excess, you're gonna have problems. I have a drink once in a while. I enjoy a glass of wine. I even enjoy a glass of scotch. But I'm not drinking every day to get drunk. I don't drink to get drunk. So it's a taste, and, you know, people are abusing it. You know, we we had liquor when I was growing up, but we didn't have everything we have today. We were happy. I think we were much happier than today. Everybody today, because they're, all, they're doing things on their own. They're on their machines, on their own. They're not communicating with people. They're not learning. You learn when you communicate with people. Everybody I meet, I learn something from. So that's the way I look at it. And I think one of the reasons the young people are going to be in trouble is because they don't have that learning experience. I can't I can't disagree with that. I mean, one interesting thing, I mean, one thing that I, I, I'll say, um, and I understand everybody thinks their generation was the best, and I certainly don't think my generation was the best, but I think that I was incredibly privileged that I got to grow up without the Internet. And I thank God the fact like I feel so sorry for anybody who grew up with the Internet. I think that that I, I, I don't know. I mean, it can, it's you know, it's changed everything. I think the Internet is the best, worst thing that ever happened to society. I mean, and and, and, and the funny thing is you see what's going on now with world leaders like um, between India and uh, Pakistan. Like who are basically fighting wars through Twitter, like threatening like nuclear. It, it's it's incredible to see. You have Donald Trump on Twitter talking to the American. He won't do a press conference, but he'll constantly send out tweets. Are basically, you know, our the president elect is communicating with the American people through tweets, which I think is the most bizarre concept in the world. You know, the internet is not a bad thing. Again, again, it's abuse. You know, people abuse it. They're, they, Malcolm, I drive with you, and you can't go 15 minutes without looking at your phone. That's going to kill you. You know, you have to be able to do it when it's necessary. No. You know, the kids, you know, we're going away as a family this summer, and already Caroline is taping things so the kids will have something to look at. 
they're going to be they're going to be viewing different countries, interesting things, and she's putting in their head that yes, you you're going to have you'll be able to have all your internet stuff and all your movies and all your games. That's I told her, don't do that. I don't want them to look forward to that. Yes, on the plane. Yes, but once we get where we're going, forget it. Look what's around you. A lot of people aren't doing that today. They're so busy looking down at this box. Again, excessive use. That's the problem. And I think today the young children are not, not the young children, the young adults. You know, that's their preferred way of communicating. They, they you know. Friends, how many friends do they have doing that? They have online friends? Big deal. They don't even know who they are. Wow, look at you. Have you you been bottling this up? What's going on there? No, just speaking what I think a lot of people are thinking. You know, I've been thinking a while. I mean, I, I think I'm going to lay off social media. I'm in the middle of doing a Kickstarter right now, so I've got to harass people. But I'm losing... After kind of going through the past year and a half with the election and everything, I mean, I've I've lost. I mean, I, it's still nice to see the occasional thing posted here or there, but I mean, I think Facebook is just a sewer. Like it's just kind of it's it's not a place that I don't know many people who get kind of much joy from it anymore. Again, Facebook. I am I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook with friends and family, and we keep in touch that way a little bit more again excessive abuse i'm not on facebook all the time and neither are my friends abuse again you are look at you're such a mother mom just look at you no i'm not a mother i'm a person and i see what's going on that's all it's not being a it's not being a mother that's not necessarily being a mother it's being a person who's aware that's it Well, <laughs> I just wish the audience could see the look that you were giving right now, like I'm the biggest jackass in the world. No, I don't think you're the biggest jackass, but you don't stop and think. What, me? You get involved in too many things that really don't concern you. You know, get involved and worry about things that affect your life. Give me an example of something I get involved in that doesn't affect me. You're so concerned about Donald Trump. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to just go do your thing. There's nothing you can do about it. Follow the news to know what's going on, but don't get so overwhelmed with it. We got to take it right. We we should not talk about this on a podcast. No, I want to say one thing. No. He does, yes, in defense of Donald Trump, because he does, he didn't say he wants to step, step, he wants them to come, but he he wants it regulated. He wants to make sure that the ones who come in are not going to hurt his country, and you cannot fight that. Have you ever seen what's involved in, in people coming to the country as a refugee? Have you ever seen the process? Have you ever? Have you ever? Yeah, they've done it in Canada. Uh, yeah, but have, but, but, uh, but have you seen what the process is? Like, what kind of vetting is involved in actually letting somebody come here? Uh, some of it I've seen on the news. But what's happening is it our country is doing it now. But Germany didn't do it. Germany only opened their doors. I'm not sure in the U.S., 
how they're coming in. I can't say anything about that. Uh, it looks to me like maybe he thinks they're not being uh, vetted first, that they're coming in without... Uh, I know in our case, uh, so far in a way that they have, they've let a lot of people in, but they've done inquiries before they come in. I'm not sure how the U.S. does it. So I don't think he wants to say keep them out altogether. I don't, I don't, he wants to make sure they will be good Americans. I don't think that's wrong. What's a good American, Mom? A good is a good American like Kim Kardashian is because if, if if you want to follow the ethics now of, of a Donald Trump, a good American is somebody who's willing to bilk, um, exploit. Like is no. that is that what a good American no, is? No, no, no. It's a good American is somebody who's not going to bring terror. I'm not going to go into it now because I don't think it's right. But see, this is this, this is why this is why Donald Trump won the election because people are so it's 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 a distraction. It's kind of like he's got people so terrified of you know of, of this foreign threat of this foreign thing. I don't think so. I don't. That's that's based on you are echoing right now what so many people are saying. This kind of like this. We've got to keep America free of terrorists. We got to keep America like you know the biggest terror. Some of the biggest terrorism that has done been done on on national soil on American soil has been done by Americans. I mean outside nine eleven. I don't know enough to talk about that. Look at Oklahoma City. Look at who's look at who's shooting up churches. Look who's shooting up movie theaters. You have like these disenfranchised white kids that are you know that are basic. I don't want to talk about this. I don't know enough about it. So change the subject. I tried to say change the subject before. All right, bye. <laughs> Fine. But you can't get in that deep. Well, but it is that deep. No, I'm not getting in that deep talking like this. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. I... All right. I don't know enough. I'm not a news person. I'm not going to get involved anymore, chat with that. Fine. Let's talk about what you're going to do New Year's Eve. I have no idea what I'm going to do New Year's Eve. I'm probably going to spend New Year's Eve alone. Oh, don't you usually have a party? Me, Mom, you don't know me very well if you think I normally have a party on New Year's Eve. Well, you usually have a party New Year's Eve. Me? No. Yeah. New Year's Eve, I'm one of those people, I'm one of those assholes that think New Year's Eve is, is amateur night. I don't, I don't, uh, it's a night that like. You just like to watch a ball come down. I don't have cable TV, so I don't even watch that. Essentially, maybe I'll get drunk by myself. Great idea. Yeah, I know it is. Thank you very much. And I'll listen to a lot of sad music. I like to I like to wallow. Okay. Yeah, okay, right. Remember I've been telling you, you've got to make your life. You've got to organize your own life. Well, you're really going down the wrong way that way. What do you mean? You put on happy music and you don't get drunk. Nah, man, you got you. It's it's like you wallow in your own. It's good. It's some. Don't talk to me about that. You're 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 asking for trouble. That's the way you want your year to be. Don't come to me. It's but you're you just uh, what? We're done at twenty minutes. What? We're talking too long. What do you mean we're talking too long? We've been on twenty minutes. Mom, the podcast is forty-five minutes to an hour. 
What do you know? You're depressing. I don't want to talk to you. You're depressing. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Change your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know how many people are going to think that I'm right. Oh, I, oh my God. That's funny. Uh, well, no. I, I, okay. I would say that I'm not normally this. Th I mean, <laughs> what am I going to do? Ooh, I, um, no, I don't know. What are you going to do for New Year's? I'm not sure yet. I have a couple of friends I may do something with. I'm not sure yet. Also, New Year's Eve, I don't usually do very much. New Year's Day, I've been going in the city, and we go and have a nice brunch in a nice hotel. With who? My girlfriends. Really? Yeah. I never get an invite. No, you're not my girlfriend. Maybe that's why I'm sad and morose, because my mom doesn't invite me for... You want to come out with six girls? No. I didn't think so. Six boys, maybe. No. <laughs> I don't go out with six boys. I go out with six girls. I go out with six boys. All right. Um, so I'm going to be going to uh, Small Town Gay Bar is playing in Mississippi in February. Oh, that's exciting! They're having an anniversary screening of that. I'm very, very much looking forward to. It. I've been, I've been, uh, I was just in Mississippi for uh, for a week, which you refer, keep referring to as a vacation, but I, re, I, it was, it was definitely work. Well, you didn't have to cook or make the bed, so so you're on holiday. Yeah, but I don't ever make my bed, and you know, I'm, and I did cook at times, so it wasn't really a vacation, but I did go to a Trump rally. Okay, so there you go. I was here working. I haven't been away as much as you have, so don't tell me. This podcast is evidence. Is this this podcast should be entered in evidence? Why I spend my New Year's alone drinking? Really? Why? I'm trying to bring it up, and you bring me down. Bring me up. Lift me up, Mom. Lift me up. Because I say you've been on a holiday? Be the wind beneath my wings. Be the wind beneath my wings. I love the South. I love the South very much. It's an incredible, uh, it's a very rich, artistically, culturally. It's funny because I was in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, which I've been to twice in my life now. I never thought I'd go there. Do you know what Muscle Shoals is, Mom? No. Muscle Shoals is a place where a lot of the greatest rock and roll was ever recorded. It's the, there was a place called Fame Recording Studios. There's also a place on Jackson Highway that was kind of opened up by the Swampers, which are a group of musicians that performed at uh, Fame Studios, but then they kind of got big, and then they opened their own studio. And their studio is kind of famously known for where the Rolling Stones recorded uh, Wild Horses and Brown Sugar, and You Got to Move. Um, so basically it's a small town in, um, in, in Alabama where essentially it's just over the Tennessee border. And for some reason, some of the greatest rock and roll ever was recorded there. Like Sweet Home Alabama was recorded there. Like Southern Rock was recorded there. Greg Allman, um, the Allman brothers kind of, you know, started there. 
Um, it's it's just got this really great history. But also, Aretha Franklin uh, recorded her first hit single there. Um, when a man loves a woman was recorded there. Like it's just this great kind of cross section of incredible uh, music from the time. Not even music from the time, like classic, enduring, and it all comes from this small town um, in uh, in Alabama. Interesting. I wonder how why. Is it somebody there who attracted that, or? Well, it was this one guy who basically started the Fame Studios, and he lived a life. He lived a life of tragedy. Anyone who hasn't seen the Muscle Shoals documentary should see it. It's really quite brilliant, and it's it's got like great great interviews with like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and Aretha Franklin and and uh, Greg Allman. Um, but essentially, it's kind of. It just talks about this town and the man who created it, and his name escapes right now, but um, he he lived a life in tragedy. Like um, when he was young, uh, when his when he was young, his younger brother, uh, a big pot of hot water f- fell on him, and he died of burns. Um, and then that tore his family apart. And his mom basically said, "F it, I'm going to go off and be a hooker." Like she just kind of like she's her the pain was too great so basically she just turned the opposite way like she was a you know a mother to kids and was living a life and she went through this experience and basically turned her into you know she went off and and became a she went and indulged in her life um, and it's this guy telling a story and like he 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 tells these anecdotal stories and like literally anytime he starts telling a story you're like. How the hell? Like, he got really successful, and the one thing he always wanted to do was buy his father a tractor. What do you think happened? He bought his father a tractor. He bought his father a tractor, but his father ended up getting pinned to death under the tractor. And then he talks in detail about when they found his father, they found claw, claw marks in the ground where his father tried to claw himself out. Like, this man, this is a man who's steeped in tragedy. But his soul is full of this incredible music, and he's very—he's, you know, he—he he very much drove um, drove the music scene in that town. And he found the Swampers, and he found all these people, and it's—it's uh, it's a really, really cool story. But going there for me, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a goofy rock and roll nerd. So going there, I've been there twice. It's a very kind of big, big, you know, it's—it's it's like for you going to the Vatican. Really? Yeah. The Vatican? The Vatican. <laughs> really? Really. Well, we sure don't have the same values. Do you know who the Eagles are? True words, true words. Do I know who what now? Who, who the Eagles are. You got to be kidding me, right? The Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, you know the Eagles, Mom. Uh, you pretend like what? Like You're talking about like it's some new... new Bop and great. You watched the Kennedy Center Autos, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, and the music was very good, but I don't remember ever hearing their name. How older people get their culture watching the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, okay, so you never heard them before. You've, you've heard like Hotel California. Yeah. yeah, but I guess I didn't know who they were. You're very interesting by your, by your cultural touchstones. Like, you know who Howard Stern is now because of uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah, and you and one of the funniest things about you ever that cracked me up, you became a huge fan of Steven Tyler. Yeah, because I saw him on uh, the America's Got Talent. No, not America's Got Talent. 
American uh, Idol. American Idol. And yes, I liked him. I liked what he had to say. I liked him. I did. You know what I love? I love when you get really like there's celebrities that you just can't stand. And you're not you're not shy about it at all. Like you're not a big fan of Angelina Jolie. No. Because I don't like her thinking. I, do, I just don't like her. I either like her or don't like them. I don't really dislike many. I just never, ever liked Angelina Jolie. Don't like the type of person that she is. But she's a mother? I don't care. I just, there's something about her that I just don't like. I, don't, I think she's a phony. Fair enough. Do you think she's pretty? I don't think she's pretty. You really got it. I really don't like her. No. You have no time for Angelina Jolie. No. 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 Who is who's your favorite celebrity right now? My who? Favorite celebrity. Who's a celebrity you're like, I like them. Do you like Jennifer Lawrence? J Law? I like J Law. I like Jennifer Do you like J Law? You like Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to dislike about them. There's not many, as I said. I can't really come up with any that I dislike. I like them in general. I mean, I don't know them. But I guess I saw Angelina Jolie interviewed one time a long time ago, and she just turned me off completely. So I have no time for her. And she doesn't care, I'm sure. Just like I have no time for the Kardashian. I mean, they're nothing. What is the big deal about them? It's terrible, the attention that they get. But I guess they, people make money off them. Well, that's about it right now. I mean, it's all about making money. I, I don't think that it, you know. It, <laughs> I mean, they're not talented, you know. Uh, but, but nobody accused the Kardashians of being talented. Nobody ever did. You know what? It's just kind of like, but now, I mean. To, to 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 go after the Kardashians now is like like look we did it to ourselves. It's not like anybody forced us like no nobody forced anybody to watch the Kardashians. I don't watch it. Uh, you know, but enough people did. I mean, that's and that, unfortunately the the problem is is you know you're not uh, the 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 chain is as strong as its weakest link, and I think that is the biggest fundamental reality right now that we experience in the world today is that essentially humanity. You know, we're as strong as our weakest link, and we got some big weak links out there. And um, so, I mean, it's you know, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting time. So, what are we? What are you looking forward to in 2017, Mom? Well, my move to a lovely condo. Uh, uh, I think I'll be going down to Florida with Stephen, and then the family holiday to Europe. There you go. There's there's some positive things. 2017. Yeah, there's a good year ahead. Yeah. So again, you look for the good things. So you were talking about the Eagles before. Did you like the Eagles? Were there? Yes, I did. Mom, they were the hardest living, drug taken band ever. Well, they kind of covered that yesterday, <laughs> and. Uh... But uh, I really like that show. That probably is my favorite show of all on television. They really uh, honor uh, artists that I never knew were 
you know, so good. So it's a very good, uplifting uh, program. But you don't think that Trump is going to be a good host? Oh, boy, I don't know what that'll be like. I wonder if anybody will turn up. But, uh, and interesting also, they introduced three of John Kennedy's grandchildren. So that would be his daughter's children, which she's not there anymore because she's busy in Japan. But I thought it interesting that they introduced them. It's very well done. It's a program that's very well done. It's very up. It recognizes good talent. It's sad and it's funny. Very Lots of music. Very, very good. So that's it for me. You can't, Mom. We, you can't give up all of a sudden. You can't, Mom. You can't well, stop. What do you want me to talk about? I have to go and put away all my Christmas stuff now. I have to go get ready to move. Now, that is no fun. That brings a lot of anxiety. How um, have you ever have you ever had anybody? Um, do people reach out to you on Facebook because of uh, the podcast? No. No. Nobody's friended you or anything. Have you, have you already? Because people, some people might not know, but me and you used to have a podcast together. But essentially, we stopped doing it for this exact reason that you'd be like, you didn't want to do it anymore, and you got sick of talking too long, and you thought that. Talking for 30 minutes is too long and all, and all that kind of stuff. You just don't like, you don't have the patience for a podcast. No. Once in a while, for a short time is okay. But other than that, I don't have anything important to say. <laughs> don't say that. You're not supposed to say because now people are like, yeah, they're right. She, she's right. She's got nothing important to say. Fuck this. What am I doing to listen to this woman for? Mm-hmm. You don't put that in people's heads, Mom. They're like, I tune in and listen to Jason Mewes. And who's this jackass talking about? I'm telling you, Mom. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta comment the energy and wit of a Jason Mewes. You are kidding. Really? <laughs> anyway, we used to do a podcast. You were a very polarizing person, and that's what that's what I love about you. Some people who listen to the podcast, um, they, people took sides. People either thought I was the asshole or you were an asshole. The, very few people thought that we were both uh, sane, rational people. But you, some people, you definitely drove crazy. Okay. I, that's the way it is. They don't, agree, they don't have to agree with me. You keep looking at the time. You're t- okay, if you want to walk off, I'll finish off the podcast myself. Can you say goodbye to everybody, Glow? Merry Christmas. No, sorry. It's Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you have a fabulous 2017, that your your country is very successful in the U.S., and because it would not be good for Canada either. So happy 2017, everyone. Thank you, Glow. So there goes my mother. So thank you, everybody, for listening to Blowhard. Again, we're we, we uh, we're going to have some guest hosts for a little while. I'm looking forward to hearing different voices. Uh, I use, again, I used to do a podcast with my mother called the Mo and Glow Show, and there's definitely some fans of Blowhard who have enjoyed the the amusings of my mother. Um, next week we have a very cool special guest that I think a lot of you get excited about. But um, for now. 
Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Blowhard. Again, uh, the political ranting, I don't know what to say about. It's its definitely on my mind. I don't know if it's on your minds. I think the times are tough. Um, I'm feeling a little, little depressed lately, and uh, getting out of bed is a lot harder than it has been. But hopefully, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, you, you just hope that people out there we got to look out for each other and uh, and just believe that everybody kind of wants the best for them and their and theirs. Um, so, I mean, that's about it. So thank you so much for, for listening to Blowhard. Um, I'm doing a Kickstarter for this documentary I'm trying to do called Southern Pride, um, which is basically a kind of revisiting of uh, a small-town gay bar, but essentially with a new bar in Biloxi, Mississippi, where I just spent a week. And last week we did a podcast episode with Lynn Koval, who is the uh, the proprietor of the Just Us Lounge in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, so it's it's going to be a really cool movie. It's going to be a really cool documentary, kind of a, a little bit of a look at where we are now, uh, social issues, gay issues, political issues, all kinds of issues. Um, so if you're interested in that, it's on Kickstarter. It, the documentary is called Southern Pride. Uh, you could find me on Facebook under Malcolm Ingram. There's a picture, dope picture of me leaning against a car trying to look cool. I'm on Twitter under Malcolm Ingram. I'm also on Instagram under Malcolm Ingram. Uh, follow me if you want. You could reach us at blowhardbox at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Get back to us next week. And that was Blowhard. <laughs>